You're listening to an L.A. Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit LAKings.com slash podcast. You're listening to All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the L.A. Kings. Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. When it comes to a starting lineup, everybody loves the starter from Jack Black. Loaded with superior skincare that the pros love, LA Kings fans can get the starter for just $10, shipping included. Available exclusively at getjackblack.com with the code TEAMJB, the starter has four of Jack Black's best-selling skincare and shave products, plus a full-size intense therapy lip balm, SPF 25 in natural mint. Here's to the winning combination of the LA Kings and the starter from Jack Black. $10 plus free shipping, available at getjackblack.com with the code TEAMJB, while supplies last. Joining me now from The Athletic, Thomas Drance. How are you doing today, Tom? Jesse, doing well. Thanks for having me. Is it Tom? Thomas? I, I just uh, assumed Tom was okay. But I, Well, this is a hockey podcast, so around the rink, everyone calls me Drancer. So, sure, all right. Um, but, uh, but Thomas <laughs> Thomas typically is, is what I go by. But yeah, thanks for having me, and don't worry too much. You can just refer to me as that guy. Sure, or, <laughs> me, or uh, maybe, maybe I'll just say bud every time. Hey, yeah, bud. <laughs> hey, oh, the very, very Western Canadian of you. That's yeah. uh, That would be much appreciated. would make me feel very at home. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Alex Edler spends 15 seasons with the Vancouver Canucks. I got a couple questions uh, about off the ice stuff before we get into what kind of player he is. So first, right off the bat, 15 years, you know, holds the record, um, m- multiple records for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Um, why was now the right time for him to leave the organization? You know, I think it came down to him wanting to explore new opportunities, but certainly for a team that just had a player in Nate Schmidt wave his no trade clause, his modified no trade clause to go to Winnipeg. Um, you know, it, it is a sign of uh, just how dismal the 2021 campaign was for this team. Uh, you know, not just the seventh place finish in the all Canadian division, but the largest COVID outbreak in North American pro sports, uh, you know, severe budgetary restrictions, uh, backroom staff. Uh, that was severely depleted. So, you know, I, I do think there's a lot going on there, a lot to read into, and I'm sure Edler will have an opportunity to address it. But, you know, Edler is typically very much a man who keeps his real thoughts to himself. You know, this is a restrained gentleman with a studied relationship, uh, an arm's length relationship with the media that he developed over years. And that's not to say, like, if you wanted to talk to Edler, Edler would always talk to you, right? He was always there. He was always doing it, but he has not typically been a particularly expansive interview um, <laughs> or someone who's shared a ton of their unvarnished thoughts on, you know, much of anything, frankly. And that's his right. I mean, I, I don't have any issue with a guy who conducts their business that way and is always available, right? And Edler absolutely, and to his credit, always hit the second uh, bar, but you know, the fact is, is that whether we'll ever get the exact, precise, authentic reason for his departure from Vancouver and why now was the time after years, years in which he would not waive his no trade or his no move to leave Vancouver at the deadline. Um, you know, that's uh, that's one of those that may just be a mystery forever, as far as I'm concerned, especially with how Edler typically goes about his business, which is, you know, a little bit cloak and dagger, certainly close to the vest. One of the first reactions you can always count on after a trade or a free agent signing or any sort of transaction is um, a litmus test of fan reactions. So Mm -hmm. you're obviously, you know, well familiar with the Vancouver Canuck fan base. 
what is the general feeling from Canucks fans about Edler leaving Vancouver to come sign with the LA Kings? You know, it's a mix. It's a mix, but typically I think Edler's regarded pretty affectionately by large uh, long-term fans of this team. You know, this is a player who came into the league as a like high-risk mobile player, right? Like a mobile defender, uh, risk reward, you know, threw his body around, ran the power play, uh, quarterback, the neutral zone drop pass that fans either loathed or loved. <laughs> and, you know, what was like was an all-star almost hit 50 points was was sort of like a young exciting player and then over time as his mobility declined and as he matured in the league became this hard-nosed no mistake defensive defender like a nightmare at the net front um you know he he developed that old man game became the smartest guy on the ice and you know now he's at a point where his mobility is really severely declining especially in terms of his uh, efficacy in the neutral zone right but in both ends of the rink right in the offensive end his shot still plays it's still heavy lethal uh his passing still plays he's as bright as they come and in the defensive end you know he's still physical he's still exacting a price out of any forward who dines to go to the net front with him around um you know He's still so talented and so sharp. And his two-way intelligence is something that the club will likely severely miss. But because of the declining speed, I don't think that his departure was regarded with the same level of desolation, let's say, as, as fans might have had <laughs> two, three years ago, right? Sure. I, I, I do think there's a sense in this market that Edler's earned the respect to have called his own shot. Um, I don't think there's a lot of enmity that he's decided to move on. I think people sort of understand that it might have been time for both sides, but I think he is also being celebrated for everything he gave the franchise over 15 years. And he is, without doubt, you know, the greatest defenseman in franchise history based on his resume. He will be in the ring of honor. Like he will have a ceremonial night at Rogers Arena when he hangs up his skates. And that'll all be well deserved. And I think fans have recognized that while also perhaps being a little bit more muted in their you know uh sort of um while there's still respect for his game i think there's an understanding that it, it might have been best for both sides for it to play out this way as a king's fan i'm insanely jealous of the ring of honor uh it's an idea that i'm really fond of just wanted to throw that out there um it's cool it's cool like, yeah it, it really is it, there's you know obviously there's retired jerseys and legends and all that but anyway um in every time a new player comes to the kings um I don't know when I started doing this, but my new first thought is to check minutes played, time on ice, deployment, that sort of thing. So I noticed uh, Alex Edler looks like maybe second line pair last season in Vancouver, but first pair on the penalty kill, right? First one out there. Yeah, um, and, and stays out forever and right. also had the highest, while he didn't play the most minutes, he played the toughest assignments, right? Mm -hmm. Like he was the toughest guy. And so, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's right. And one thing you'll notice about Edler, too, is the last few years, what's happened is the season starts out and Edler looks like he is 32 year old Alex Edler for the first 20 games. Mm -hmm. And then because the Canucks haven't been deep enough to play him the way they probably should or the way any team with playoff ambition probably should, which is honestly, at this stage of his career, third pair minutes, right? Like he should play. 17 minutes a night, PK, um, you know, a, a third, third, a tertiary matchup, 
and honestly should maybe even sit out the second leg of back to backs. Like he should be on a load management regime because when or regiment, excuse me, because when he's in, in, you know, when he's at the form that he was in the first 20 games last season or when they first came back and the bubble experience started and he was, you know, looking fresh like he is still absolutely like a fringe top pair caliber guy. But he just can't sustain that over 82 anymore at, at this stage of his career and with the physical play style that he brings. So, you know, the, the thing I'd be watching for really closely for Kings fans with Edler is usage. If they're going to get the most out of him and if they're going to get the most out of him when it matters down the stretch in May and April um, or sorry, in April anyway, um, you know, for a team like L.A., which is poised to potentially take a pretty significant step forward next season, right? Like if, if they're going to do that and they're going to get the most out of Edler down the stretch, I do think being really, really disciplined about utilizing his minutes or, or about, you know, managing his minutes um, is going to be absolutely essential. So I'm happy to hear you say that looking at the Kings roster, looking at uh, his usage over the last few seasons, my assumption was um, that, he, that he would be on the third pair here with Sean Walker because the Kings last year went with the pairs of Anderson, Dowdy, Bjorn, Foot, and Roy. And both of those pairs were pretty effective um, both ways. I know the team probably hoped for more offense, but Bjorn, Foot, and Anderson are rookies. Anyway, Sean Walker, um, the guy that I hope they'll be pairing um, Alex Edler with on the third pair, known for his skating, known for having a sort of an offensive flair. Um, but when they pair him with a guy like Olimata, who maybe plays a slightly similar game, or Kale Clegg, a prospect with a similar game, yeah. they wind up dominating, you know, uh, like say Corsi 4 expected goals, but they also get caved in on uh, on expected goals against and Corsi against and all that. Yeah. So you're, you wind up, you know, sacrificing all of your gains on offense for losses on defense. It sounds like that would be a, a good pair uh, with Edler. Yeah, it sounds that that's right. Like you do need Edler to play with a more mobile puck mover. But I also do think like one challenge for a more offensive minded defender like Sean Walker is that you do also have to he will also have to do some of the yeoman's work in the neutral zone defensively, denying mm -hmm. entries, um, playing free safety a little bit because of Edler's declining foot speed. Right. That's what made Edler such a good fit in. 1920 when the Canucks began to manage his minutes a little bit better after he had a November injury um, with Troy Stetcher when he returned he played with Troy Stetcher on a third pair and Troy Stetcher is like a mobile defense first defender mm -hmm. and that worked really really well so one thing about the calibration of that pair you've suggested of Walker Edler it makes a ton of sense in your mind's eye but the challenge for Walker will be that he will have to do more defensively as well right like Edler needs help on both sides of the puck in in neutral ice um if the pair is really going to work and, and cook with oil uh that's sort of what what he's going to need but no question he's going to help suppress expected goals against like that's one thing you know he's going to do um but but if that pair is going to be like a really really good third pair like one of those you know uh, vintage Alec Martinez third pairs <laughs> you know he's gonna it's gonna need right. he's gonna need Walker to step up and, and and carry some mustard defensively especially in terms of denying entries preventing clean entries uh retrieving dump-ins uh some of that sort of work that's that's where he's also gonna need help it's not just the guy who gets the puck moving north um you know uh, on offense
Well, fortunately, I think Sean Walker's pretty capable of that. We've seen him yeah, chase, me too. chase dudes down from, you know, 150, 200 feet <laughs> on the yeah. ice. Um, is Edler, I mean, so I was, again, sort of playing in my mind's eye and, and toying with lineups and maybe hopping on Xbox. Um, is Edler the kind of guy where, let's say the Kings are up a goal with, you know, a minute left and they take a penalty or the other team pulls their goalie. Can you throw him out there with a Drew Doughty or a Matt Roy in a sort of crunch time shutdown role in oh yeah limited moments that's edler time like that's okay. edler time because <laughs> the, situ- the situation you're describing is exactly where his skill set still plays and plays in a major way which is more stationary defensive or offensive situations right uh that's where he's still absolutely excellent like top end and you know that's what i mean that's what you're getting with edler right you're getting a player who on in-zone play in both ends, has the type of brain, like hockey brain and skill set, right? He still has the size. He still has the shot. He still has the brain, uh, you know, that plays up. Like, he'd be perfect, perfectly suited, tailor-made <laughs> for exactly those situational deployments you're describing. So, Vancouver, I'm going to try and be as nice as I can about this. Um, not a terrifically popular team, um, let's say a decade ago. Very, very sure. good, but uh, outside of maybe you know British Columbia, not the most popular team in the league. Well, um, they were watched. <laughs> I mean, they yes. may, might not have been rooted for, but <laughs> they were we popular. Sure, um, but Vancouver has had its share of disappointments, both uh, the the high end kind of disappointments and the low end kind of disappointments. Yep. Um, any idea how? Alex reacts to that sort of thing because as much as we all hope, well, maybe not you, but anybody listening hopes that the Kings are about to take a step forward. There's a very real possibility that the Kings miss the playoffs this coming year while still improving. Um, Any idea what kind of guy he is when it comes to handling um, that sort of uh, situation? Obviously he's coming into this with his eyes open, presumably. Yeah. The, (laughs) the fact is, is I think in terms of a team, on the cusp with a bunch of young players, you know, uh, in LA, you've got Doughty, you've got Kopitar, you've got Dustin Brown, you've got Jonathan Quick, like you've got guys who have really done it, right? Edler, though, has done it or or come close and not succeeded in, right. in a way that no one else has. Um, he's also been through seasons. The one thing that I would say about Edler, the experience that he has that none of those Kings greats have, right? is let's be real those kings that those kings teams were some of the best in hockey in the playoffs right they never sustained excellence like that's not a thing that that group ever did right they were the boys of summer sure and edler's sustained excellence edler's been on teams that won back to back stanley cup or sorry president's the regular season <laughs> championship yeah. um been back to back presence trophies like he's been on teams that sustained excellence and he's been on teams that were bad like that were miserable and maintained a high level of professionalism through it. Um, so, you know, I do think there's something different that he can bring in terms of his experience, right? Not just the, you know, uh, th- those Kings guys, like they got to the mountaintop, right? Edler's the guy who got to the peak, but didn't summit it, right? Uh, he's also been the guy who's been on teams that have sustained excellence with, you know, uh, a different type of, of of habit and work ethic, I think, in terms of, or at least ethos, in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, how you went about winning. And finally, he's been on teams that struggled enormously. And, and so so of those Kings guys. But, um, you know, I, I think he can add to that in terms of that fit. I think it's an interesting one because he's going to have weight. He has weight, 
but he also has a different set of experiences. I think like a uniquely distinct set of experiences from the, you know, uh, certainly the like Hall of Fame bound Doughty and and the likes of Kopitar and, and Brown and Quick as well. There's a lot of cliches in the hockey world. And one of the ones that makes me roll my eyes the hardest is the idea that just because an old player and a young player are on the same roster, that somehow the old player will mentor the young player. Right. You know, we hear a lot of like, oh, well, they've drafted Brant Clark. And so who better to learn from? Then Drew Doughty or Quentin Byfield will be mentored totally. by Anshay Kopitar. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. but I have no idea. You know, I, I don't mentor any of the young people that work. Yeah. Kings. And I, <laughs> I mean, I try, but I, I don't know. <laughs> no, but Drew, Drew Doughty, Drew Doughty tries to mentor Brent Clark only to find out he doesn't eat gluten, you know, and it's like, <laughs> ah, well, sure. I don't want to hang out with you. So, you yeah, know, but, I mean, it is what it is. So to that point, do you suspect that Alex Edler, might be the kind of person inclined to help the younger players along because the Kings will have and already do have, uh, as I mentioned before, Mikey Anderson and Tobias Bjornfoot, um, some very young defensemen uh, mm-hmm. already in the lineup or, or looking to crack the lineup. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Edler is a guy who's taught a lot of his teammates an awful lot of things. And there's a, you know, pretty universal respect among his former teammates for the work ethic um, you know, he, he, I think he, my sense of it anyway, is that he's been more of a lead by example guy, but in terms of the fitness level, in terms of those off ice habits, in terms of the way he practices and works, you know, I, I do think he'll be able to have an impact, uh, whether or not it's, you know, uh, taking guys under their wing or, or, or doing some of the more explicit stuff like that. I, I mean, I can't speak to that, but the, um, you know, there's no questioning the weight and respect that he carried in that Canucks room. Did the Kings get better? by signing Alexander Edler. They certainly got smarter, right? Like they, they, there's a two-way intelligence that Edler will bring that really, when I look over the Kings lineup of defensemen, you know, and there's some players I really like, like there's some defenders that I really like. I really like Matt Roy. Um, But, you know, I do think that there's a level of two-way intelligence that he'll bring that's, you know, uh, only really matched by Drew Doughty. Um, you, You need that. Like you really do need that. Um, you know, I, I suspect that uh, Cal Peterson will be happy to have him. Um, he blocks a ton of shots. He tries to play goalie a lot. That's like a big meme in Vancouver is that he's often uh, behind the goaltender, like just dreaming of making a great <laughs> save. Uh, but the the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, I do think the Kings got better with with a player and a person like Ed- Edler. I, I think that I mean, there's no question in my mind that that's the case. He, he probably won't, you know, have as big a non ice impact as you know, adding Philip Deneau to attack teams with Kopitar Deneau down the middle or or Victor Arvidsson and the high likelihood, in my opinion, that he bounces back and becomes a really good, like top end rate scorer the way he has been, um, you know, in his prime in Nashville until last season. So, you know, I don't think he'll have that type of electric on ice impact. But in terms of the, you know, yeoman's work, in terms of some of the things that maybe aren't pretty but need to get done, Edler can still do those things. And if he's put in the right spot, if his minutes are managed, um, if he plays with the right partner and in going all through all these qualifiers, I think I've presented, you know, a, a post prime player, right? Like you can get a sense that this is not a guy you just put out on and go like you do need to spend some, you know, thought and some you have to be thoughtful about his deployment is how I'd put it. Right. Like if they are thoughtful about his deployment, I still think Edler can give them top four quality contributions where it matters better than that situationally. 
Um, and that's a useful piece. Like that's a, that's a piece that can help any team. It's just that it's not as simple as as it is with a 25 year old guy who you've acquired, right? Like it's not Victor Arbitson, like wind him up and go. He'll score at five <laughs> on five. You know, woohoo! Um, this one's this one's a little bit more qualified, a little bit more deliberate, and that's you know because of his age, because of his experience level at 3.5 million. I think he's a decent bet to live up to that contract, and he could exceed it if the Kings are really disciplined about how they deploy him. Well, here's hoping that uh, both our teams find themselves back in the playoffs this season and that Alex Edler finds himself on the winning side of the battle. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just hoping to find myself back at L.A. live traveling and watching games and, you know, hitting some hitting some guisados and uh, enjoying <laughs> Los Angeles. Like that's really what you know, I'm, I'm craving some mole poblano. Um, I can't I can't really find it up here uh, to the surprise of nobody. So. Yeah, let's just hope that uh, borders are open and the Kings and Canucks play, um, you know, games with traveling media attending. That part's very important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and also um, and, you know, and also get back to having some meaningful contests the way they did a decade ago. Well, from your lips to the hockey gods ears. Thanks, bud. My pleasure, man. Cheers.